What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining us and welcome to Elite Fantasy Nation Podcast. I'm your host, as usual, Matt Dennis. You can follow me at Fantasy Matt EFN. I'm joined together today with my good friend and fantasy degenerate, Pat Wendelkin. Pat, you can follow him at CityStars136. What is up, brother? How's your weekend? Oh, man. Been you a wild stuff. ride, bro. But yeah, we got some stuff going on. Yeah, man. This, uh... Yeah. You gotta fill married, the man. you gotta yeah. finish the you fill the nation in. Stay close to the mic and finish the, fill the nation in on uh, on what's coming up, man. Your 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 tux fitting and dot dot dot. What else is coming up, man? Oh man, just paying everybody off little by little. That's really it is. Music, everything has to come in. You name it. Like I'm just waiting for packages and people. You everything and anything is happening right now. But it's great, man. It's a yeah. wild, exciting ride. Yeah, man. So for everybody who doesn't know, uh, Fantasy Nation. So Pat is getting married on Saturday, correct? Saturday's Ooh, the day. Sunday, Sunday. Oh, on. Sunday. I don't know why. Why I thought I thought it was Sunday at one point, and I thought you sent me a text saying it was Saturday. So I'm, I'm no, maybe no, I'm sorry. My bad. Sunday. Bengals have a bye week as respect. That's why. I uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the bank and, and the Bengals team is all going to roll through and uh, wish yeah, you yeah. Uh, wish you a happy wedding. Um, yeah, Chase is going to gritty right in the middle. It's perfect. I was like, thanks, man. I appreciate it, bro. Fuck it. Love it. Love it, man. Yeah. So Pat and I were chatting uh, in the group chat over the weekend. He got his tux fit on Saturday. That definitely was Saturday. Was it yes. not? Yes, sir. That was Saturday. You had the tux fitting. And then what? how are the rest of your shenanigans over the weekend? Because I imagine there was some shots done and some. Yeah, man. It's just, what else? It's just, whenever I'm meeting up with someone for this wedding, either someone wants to take me out, do a dinner, do this, do that. And it's it's never simple and easy. And alcohol is simply always involved. But always yeah and then uh sunday, just sit back and relax and watch the game and then uh Drinking. sunday yeah man and then this sunday everyone's coming over the groomsmen will all be here i'll have the games on i'll be watching and then showtime starts at 3 30 i'll be at the church and that's it brother all right well before we hit sunday though so take us through so, so hold on i'm gonna pause there for one second for everybody, if you make it through the podcast uh pat and i talked before we jumped on we are going to be doing a shot at tequila and we will do it. Uh, I will have to go downstairs and put. A, I'll probably put us on pause for a second and go downstairs and grab some tequila. And we will do a shot of tequila uh, on the podcast just to kind of wish him a, a salute and, and happy wedding. Uh, we will, hopefully we'll have him on Wednesday before all of his family and friends starts to arrive Thursday. Um, and hopefully we'll, we'll get him back on before uh, the big activities and festivities begin. But in yes. the meantime... In the meantime, cheers, brother, and I'm super excited for you, man. And we got how many days until you come to Milwaukee to visit my ass? Uh, 24 days. I will be there. 24 days with you and your buddy, man, flying into Milwaukee for the first time. Going to go to a Bucks game, fourth row, watching the Bucks and the Lakers, man. Very exciting, bro. That's going to be an awesome experience, man. I'm excited. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, yeah, but I've mentioned it before on this podcast. It will be the first time that Pat and I would have will meet in person. Uh, we've been doing this for a while. We've been FaceTiming, calling each other even before the podcast even originated, honestly. Uh, so it's probably been, I'd say, since like J- December or January, I think, is when we really started to connect and, and call. Oh, yeah. we'd, we'd have like an hour-long conversation, talk about fantasy and dynasty and everything. And I got him into the Not Your Mama's League um, to help out with the Friends team. So he's been kind of a... Him and I have been partnering a lot on uh, talks of fantasy and dynasty for for good old nine, ten months already, eleven months, I guess. Holy shit, man! Oh, yeah. so, fucking flies by. Time is moving, brother. Gotta enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are without Roger today. Uh, Roger, uh, you know, has, has had some uh, 
craziness going on at work. So trying to like keep all that under, under control and make sure that he gets certain things done. Um, so we're gonna have to carry on without him. We wish Roger well, uh, last week, I apologize. We all kind of were, uh, pretty busy. So we weren't able to drop a pod last week, uh, but we're going to be at it again this week. So, uh, to start it off, I'm going to take us through injuries and news, and then I'll hand it over to Pat and he will take us through the waiver pickups, uh, the priorities. He'll take us through all of those. And then we're going to wrap it up by going through the studs and duds for week seven. And we'll kind of tag team each, uh, each of us will take a, a couple of positions and then go through that. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and start with the injuries. So just a few to note, um, nothing really major knocking wood, except for one player that I'm aware of. Um, so three of them that I have are actually in one game. So you have Aaron Jones with an ankle injury. So not really sure of the severity. They said that they, they aren't as concerned. They think that he'll be good to go for next week. Uh, obviously a week of practice will determine how far along he comes with that. Uh, and then on the flip side from the wide receiver for, for the, uh, Green Bay Packers, Romeo Dobbs, he's was carted off the field, uh, for Sunday, actually earlier in the game with the high ankle sprain. They are definitely saying it's probably, it's definitely on the more severe end. So it's probably four to six weeks. Um, so just know that, um, you know, again, that offense is not looking the best, so it's probably not the worst, uh, you know, but you don't ever want to see anybody go down. Uh, the rookie is looking pretty good, you know, had a couple of good, really good games starting to gain, uh, Aaron Rodgers trust. Um, so the fact that he goes down, it definitely hurts that offense. And then on the flip side of that, the other wide receiver, Christian Watson, who was actually drafted higher than Romeo Dobbs. So Christian Watson was a second round draft pick for the Green Bay Packers. This poor guy's been riddled with with injuries uh, ever since he came into the league. You know, during the offseason, he had a couple um, and then tried to get on the field, got, you know, dinged up here and there. So he's been in and out of the lineup basically since the beginning of the, of the season. North Dakota State. Um, so there's a lot of hype coming behind Christian Watson coming out of college. So, uh, you know, you wish that he could get a little bit more healthy and hopefully uh, this time it's a concussion. I think this is actually his second one. So hopefully nothing too serious and with the offense and kind of their season going the way that it is, you know, maybe they'll shut him down and just like let him rest up. Uh, a big one. I tried to look to see if there's any updates. I didn't see it. It was actually in the game yesterday. So uh, Josh Allen elbow, um, he was going to make a pass and got his arm hit. Um, and he definitely like you could see his arm going in an awkward direction backwards. Um, so did not look good. He definitely was like grabbing it and was in a looked to be in quite a bit of pain. Um, stayed in the game, ended up throwing a bomb, you know, this is towards the end of the game, set up throwing a bomb uh, pretty far down the field. So it looked like his elbow maybe wasn't affecting him as much as it was initially, but uh, just something to keep an eye on. Obviously, you just never know in the heat of moment. Might have felt like it was fine, and maybe that's why he could carry on. The adrenaline's kicking in, uh, but definitely keep an eye out for that. They look like trash against the New York Jets. You saw that coming, man. I'm sure that bust a lot of um, um, survivor leagues if, if people were already in the, at, at that point. And then... Do you have anything to add there, Pat, before we jump into the news? There's only one thing really to tap on for the news, but. Frank Wright gets the boot. Yeah. yeah so the news is you, you kind of you threw it in there. So, yeah, Frank Wright, they're done with him in Indianapolis. They, they've seen enough after five seasons. He was supposed to be an offensive guru. And that would not have, I mean, I knew that that's who he was, but I would have not have seen that given, you know, just the debacles that the whole entire offense has been through over the past, what, three years now? Yeah. Um, you know, bringing in aging quarterbacks for a year, getting rid of them, drafting and, you know, dropping draft picks to grab Wentz. And then one year later, trading him away. And then you signed Matt Ryan, you know, trading for Matt Ryan. It's like constantly trying to go for these older, uh, quote unquote, cheaper quarterbacks to save their offense. And it's obviously has not worked since. And he's paid the price. I believe they are two and five at this point. I'm going to pull it up really quickly. Um, they are three, five and one. So yeah, obviously not the way. 
Yeah, not the way that it not the way that it uh projected to be at the beginning of the season. Uh they're not looking that good. So he's out and Jeff Saturday is is in as the interim head coach, which is interesting. Um so we'll see how Jeff Saturday treats it. Um that'd be interesting to see going from, you know, not necessarily being in there to to kind of like he's running the show. So good luck to Indianapolis. <laughs> Yeah, man. Who the hell knows, really? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who knows what the hell's going on there? You just hope that they figure it out, man, along the way. So, um, and we'll talk about players on that team that are that are bust and duds. So, uh, so that being the news and injuries, let me throw it over to you, Pat. Um, why don't you take us through all the waiver pickups and kind of like why you're why you kind of have them highlighted and what you're thinking? For sure, uh, Matt. What's 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 getting to Chicago, uh, Mr. Oh, Justin? Oh yeah, Field, let's bro. talk about Chicago. I love talking about Chicago. <laughs> that's your guys man um mr justin fields bro look look extremely impressive slowly picking up little by little right wouldn't you say weekly over oh, here yeah. he's gaining some confidence i think the team is building around him i think the players are starting to like picture him as a true leader and you can see it the attitude oh, yeah. has changed yeah. in that locker room and i'm i'm happy for him bro i mean you know right. coming out where he did and you know, the hype between all these quarterbacks and to see him actually, you know, show what he can actually do. I mean, look, pass rating at, you know, 106.7. Yeah. QBR at 95.4. Awesome. Yeah, man. And, and we'll hit on the other stats too later on when we get into the actual, like, studs because mm-hmm. he's definitely the stud of the week. But, yeah, I mean, they grabbed Claypool for that offense to give him an extra weapon. Claypool didn't really do too much, but I mean, it was his first game and what, after four days of being there. So I mean, yeah, I don't expect him. that much. He'll settle um, in. Yeah. But they got a big body wide receiver, man. And, and just like watching that game man, I watched the whole entire game and Claypool compared to like Mooney, he's a beast, dude. Claypool is big. And he look at, and he realized like how small Mooney is and he's supposed to be a number one. So um, I'm not saying Chase Claypool is a number one. I just think that to have somebody that can go up and get the ball hands like that, they can just grab it. Um, there should have been pass pass interference call at the end. You know, that would have led to field goal, hopefully, and they could have won the game. But yeah, neither here nor there. So yeah, love it. Um, next up, we're gonna go. With, let's go hit into the running backs. What's the uh, was it uh, Cameron? How, how you say it? Aaron Williams. Yeah, Aaron right. Williams. Yeah, yeah. Rams uh, coming off IR. I mean, the Rams backfield is a complete mess anyway. Uh, Cam Akers, Henderson, and then uh, we'll see what Williams can do. I mean, really. Next up, really, on, on that situation. Yeah, coming out of Notre Dame, you know, he, he's a pass-catching uh, running back uh, out of the backfield. He has been injured again since the offseason. There's actually been a few of these rookies that have been injured uh, consistently or, or, you know, most of the season. So, uh, Kyron Williams, you know, he, he um, prospected to be a pretty good um, PPR back, so hopefully that'll come to fruition. And, you know, hopefully in the next week or two, they'll they'll get him acclimated into the office and offense, I should say, and uh, and then he could take off from there. So good call. Love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, next up, we're going to we'll touch on a guy that's actually currently playing, uh, Kenyon Drake. He's currently playing. Uh, again, messy backfield. Who knows really what's going on? You know, is he starting? Does he have the backfield? Is he not? Um, we'll see how he goes for tonight. I mean, uh, actually, just to give you a live uh, little thing, touchdown, Lamar to Isaiah Likely. There you go. They're up Oh, there you go. Yeah, out. that's always been the pickup of the week was Likely, man, after last yeah. week and knowing that Mark Andrews is going to be out. So, so oh, there you this, go. this is going to be interesting. It, yeah, it'll be interesting to see like how they're going to implement once Andrews comes back. I mean, uh, Likely actually projects his body frame, could easily be a wide receiver, so they could have him flanked out a little bit or do two, two tight end sets and bring him close to the line. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Go. 
Yeah, yeah. one reception, 24 yards, a touchdown already. There you go in the first. So, they, hey, we'll see how he does, man. Uh, yeah. Jump back into this. Uh, Rondell Moore, Arizona. Uh, eight catches for 69 yards. Pretty pretty fair, I would say. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, sorry. I was uh, checking on something right there. Checking out the, on the connections. It looked like yours is going in and out, your internet connection for a second oh, there. Sorry about that. Uh, you know, it's all good, man. Yeah, uh, Rondell Moore, I mean... It's obviously the Arizona offense. It's challenging. I mean, there's times when they look good, and then uh, there's times when it does not look that good. And obviously, D Hop came back a couple of weeks ago uh, and kind of monster, stole the show. Monster man. <laughs> yeah, so he kind of stole the show. So it'll be. I, I agree with Ronda Moore. I mean, I think he's he's worth you know picking up if he's out there just to see how their offense goes, um, and hopefully they can kind of fix it. And you know, with D Hop there now. That might take some attention off Rondo more. They can figure out ways to utilize him. But yeah, he, coming out of college, he was top prospect. So I, I do like to pick up. For doesn't sure, hurt, man. If you get the bench spots, does not hurt, man. Well, and also too, you know, we're we're, we're in the thick of the bye weeks. If you need yeah, them, yeah. Know, a nice little plug in, nice little flex spot, go for it. I mean, this this is for what sure. we're here to help you for, man. And, uh, for sure. Next, I mean, this I have him rostered in all in two of my leagues, and I have him on the teams. I have Mr. Garrett Wilson of the New York Jets. Ooh, Had a great weekend, yeah. dude. He's, he's starting to show what he can, you know, the, the Wilson to Wilson connection, I guess you can say right now. Uh, one rush attempt for seven yards, nine targets, eight receptions, eight receptions, 92 yards for this past Sunday. Did well, yeah. man. Yeah, and, and I mean, Zach Wilson actually looked good for a second there. I mean, sure. you know, I, I know he had it last week, you know, he had these three horrible interceptions that he just was throwing it to whoever and refused to throw it out of balance. But um, yeah, if he can get... You know, Zach Wilson can kind of get his passing into control and just know how to control that offense a little bit better. I mean, easily you could have Garrett Wilson be the number one in that offense. I mean, he looked like that sure. uh, at the beginning of the year. Um, and then, you know, Zach Wilson took over and it looked like it was a little bit different. But um, knock on wood, ho- hopefully he can he can sustain that. Um, he definitely was the number one target getter uh, at nine for the whole entire uh, team. Yep. And then, you know, poor, uh, you know, the rest of the team is kind of looking like a a shell of itself, I guess you could say after, after him. So, um, yeah, good call. Yeah, man. And, and just so you know, last week he also was another, was the top one with 115 yards off of six receptions. Just so you know, so he's a yeah, back to back. Yeah. Two good back to back weeks. And also, you know, with the loss of the run game now, I think they might be looking to throw possibly a little more. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, that's a good call. Let's throw a tight in there. Uh, another name. I hate, uh, Greg Dolich. Dolchich, right? Dolchich. Yeah, um, I know it's, it's a it's a weird one. The, the Dolchich, yeah. I don't. I don't want it's like tongue. It's like a tongue twister. Yeah, uh, of Denver coming off a bye, he had two great weeks now in a row. So I mean, another plug and play. Why not? Right? Yeah. Him, no, take him. Yeah, grab him right now too. You don't have to wait till the waivers run. I mean, he did not play last week, like we said. So he should. I mean, again, in, the, in, in most leagues, available. Available. he is available. Exactly. I mean, you know, maybe in smaller leagues, he might still be available. Um, Tight end is such a fickle, you know, position where just double check. You know, we've talked about this in, in previous weeks and podcasts. You know, there's times that I've thought that like, there's no way in hell. I'm in, I'm in 11 leagues this year. Uh, last year I was in six, and even when I was in six, which is a lot, but even when I was in six, I was like, there's no way. And these are like serious players, and I'm like, there's no way in hell he's gonna be available in any of my leagues. And I'd go in like two, you know, two two leagues like random person that I was trying to pick up for that week was in. So you just never know. Certain leagues are more active than others. Uh, sure. Certain leagues have more serious players and fantasy managers than others. So 
Uh, grab him now before he comes back off the bye, like Pat mentioned, and has another phenomenal week. And then all of a sudden, if he was available, you you see somebody else pick him up, and you're like, oh, shit, I could have got him for free. So definitely just double check. doesn't hurt. That's what we're here for. We're, we're here to help guide you to complete oh, your yeah, team man. and keep you to, on the top of your game every week. To, to dynasty shit, man. So, uh, all right, dude, I love it. So that was the that was the waiver pickups of the week. Uh, kind of small, you know, again, six teams on by this week. So it's, it you know, not, not a lot that the players that were not already picked up. So it was kind of a slim pickings, but um, yeah. let's jump into the studs. So why don't we go, uh, why don't you hit the, the QBs and running backs, Pat, sure. and then I'll finish up with the wide receivers and tight ends. And then we'll go All right, so, so off of like what we said before from your Mr. Fields, uh, Justin Fields, which give you some stats and back up some of these numbers so you can understand where we're coming from and how good of a stud he's becoming. Uh, 17 for 28, 123, three touchdowns, 15 carries, 178 yards, one touchdown. That equals 43 yeah. fantasy points. <laughs> he broke the record for, for a rushing yards by a quarterback. That's insane. Uh, in a regular season. So he is number one. He is in the record books, NFL record books, as the most rushing yards by a quarterback in a game. He beat Michael Vick. Um, yeah, I mean, insane to think of like what he, what he's starting to come into his own fruition. I mean, that offense still is, is challenging. They were in a shootout with Miami. Um, watching him and Tua go back-to-back uh, was – Pretty phenomenal, man. It was a, it was a pretty entertaining game. Um, hopefully in the offseason, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Bears fan. I'm saying this because like he deserves it. Hopefully in the offseason they spend uh, – they've got like $120 million in cap space-ish. They've got over, over, they got over $100 million. I think it's about $120 million. I would have to look oh. it up exactly. But it's Bring them in. Over $100 million in cap space. They have okay. draft picks. They have the ability to completely change this offense and also defense – they can either, you know, they can do one through free agency and then do the other side during uh, draft picks or vice versa or whatever, man. But they've got all the freedom in the world, man, and and they better do him right next year. Otherwise, that, that he should go somewhere else, man. Um, do, how's this sound? I'm going to call you right now. First home game, if they do their shopping very well, I'm flying out to Chicago and I will watch your first home game. All right, hell yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take you on that. Yeah, I mean, if they, do, if they do their due diligence, I'm in one million percent for you, brother. I'm in. They, they need offensive linemen. They need like a legit, like solid wide receiver one, and they okay. might, they're probably gonna find that through the draft. Then they need defensive linemen and linebacker. Those are the four areas that they really need to address. Which is it's like half the team. <laughs> yeah, but you know what though, bro? It with, with some good trades, you know, you oh, know yeah. work in the draft, right? You could do it. I mean, come on, Dude, man. 100, over $100 million in cash space. You have plenty you of room to play. Yeah, and offensive linemen. Free agents this year, for sure. You're going to do not, well. Not in the wide receivers. Not in the wide receivers. So they would have to do that through the draft. There's not a lot of... Or trade. Uh, or trade, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. But yeah. All right, man. Keep it going. All right. Uh, next up. Uh, I was actually just touching on this briefly, man. Uh, Pat Mahomes. It's funny if you you know if you watch this game and you saw his yardage and you saw what was going on and, and nine points in the game it was just like what it was just not Mahomes like and yeah. even his stats like his fantasy well, the stat, the stats of, I mean the touchdown and the interception like and I'll let you get to it but yeah the stats like besides the attempts and everything do, do not jump off the page but yeah so and it does I'm like look forty three. For 68 and 446 yards, one TD, one interception, six carries for 63 yards, one and then one touchdown. 68. It, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate that again. 68 yeah. pass attempts. I think it's the the most pass attempts by a quarterback ever. I, I believe, if I remember correctly, I think um, 
Peyton Manning, I think, had the had the record before that, if I remember. They talked about it on the on the um, on the stream. Uh, yeah, he had 446 yards. It's almost like 500 yards in a game, almost. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. You would think he had all these touchdowns. I mean, think about how we like you know bombing the ball, this, this, and that. And then you know they had nine points going in, like Bro, the second did you half. See, did you see Kelsey drop like two or three balls yeah. too? Like he was. I mean, I was, and like, I also saw him throw his helmet across the field too. I mean, I mean, well, that's, that's frustration that comes with it. The, inter- the interception was off of his hand, so yeah. it hit Kelsey in the hands hit him in the in the I think in the face or in the shoulder pad, and then ricocheted up in the air, and the guy intercepted it, and that's why he threw his helmet. He was so pissed. It's definitely that wasn't their best game. Like you know, he was a little. Oh, they were out of sync. It was weird. It was weird. He'll be all right. They'll get back in motion. Uh, next up, hold hold on. The next one, man. This This is is you you can live it up, man. Because we talked off fields for a minute. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna mute my mic for a second. I'm gonna let Pat talk about his boy on his team. Yeah, no. I I mean, it it was pretty simple, man. It was a mix and show, bro. That's it. I mean, they just gave it to him and. The Panthers just said, sure, whatever you want to do, Mr. Mixon, you can do whatever you want today because it's your day. Mixon, 22 carries, 153 yards, five touchdowns. I just want to reiterate, five touchdowns. Five. Four, four, five. four rushing, one pass. I mean, it was just, you watched it. I was just like, "Is it? can it be him again? Yes. I'm like, all right. I saw two. And I saw three. I'm like four. I'm like, all right. Who else? No, five. Like, no. It's just all you today. I was like, all right. <laughs> Mixon's Dude, day. You know, we've got Pat's on one of them. I, don't, I can't remember if you. I think you were replying in Carlos's league. There was a group chat with Carlos's league, and like somebody kept texting Mixon touchdown. Well, it was, me, it was like yeah. Five, it was five minutes later. It was Mixon touchdown. I was like, oh, it's got to be the same touchdown. He's just repeating himself. I'm like, I no. pulled up the screen. I'm like, nope. He's got another <laughs> touchdown because it was like, like literally five. it was like five minutes later. It wasn't like a big gap, but like. 35 minutes later, another touchdown. It was like, they were coming in spurts, man. Yeah. 55 points fantasy for that. It's insane. He deserved it after that. I mean, it was his day. I mean, I can't say it'll be every week, but listen, he had a re- he's had a really slow year, which to be very yeah, honest. He, he has, yeah. I think, well, he had two, I think he had two touchdowns all year prior to this game. I'm pretty sure that was it. And I'm like, now he's five and one. I mean, <laughs> it was so well, extreme. Well, because they've, they've been bombing the ball, dude. Because yeah. they've been passing so much, they haven't utilized the run game at all. And now, now with Chase injured, you know they're starting to mix it up a little bit. And it's crazy because they still have. Boyd. Oh, Burrow still had a lot of points too. From yeah, a, from a quarterback perspective as well. I mean, it's still it's still always going to be good. So uh, enough about that. It's all right. But then here's no, my second. Love, you give me time to talk about fields, and I love it. So I, I, know, I just want to give you all the space to talk about your boy as I, much as I you want. I appreciate it, man. It was cool, bro. It was cool to watch, bro. It was a boring game, but it was cool to watch scene five. I was like, do we have six? I mean, how much more can you keep going? Well, and didn't they pull the offense by like the third quarter? Yeah, like, no, they dude, they're all set. They're like, out. that's it. Backup quarterback came in. We don't need any injuries, man, off of something Oh, you stupid. don't? That's Hell it. no. no. It's over, bro. Let the game go. Um. Next one, uh, next one here. I'm gonna get this name right. Travis. Oh my god. Anatine, Anatine. I got it wrong it, anyway. Travis Atn. Atn. I got it. Anyway, I have him in all my leagues. I started him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he's becoming what I thought he was gonna be when I drafted him. He's got the top spot. You know, he's he's literally number one all around. Twenty eight carries, 109 yards, two TDs. Catch two catches for 17 yards will give you 27 points, bro. Solid, bro. Yeah. Solid RB one. Perfect, man. No, yeah, I mean, key, bro. They got rid of James Robinson, man. So it's like it's the Travis ATN show. And, and you know, 
again, like Jay law was his quarterback in, in college, um, at LSU. I mean, Travis Etienne coming out of college is supposed to be this like amazing back. Um, he got injured last year, so his rookie year, so he didn't play that much. Um, but you're kind of starting to see what he can do when they utilize him. So, I mean, that offense is starting to pick up a little bit of steam. So it'll be interesting to see like how it goes, but yeah, he's definitely the lone guy on that backfield, man. He's, he's the lead dog. So ride that, ride that horse as long as you can. Dude, and then this guy, I regret. I had him. I drafted him towards the end. I let him go. And then this is my stupid. I could have drafted him and I passed up on him, dude. Like, dude. literally, I was telling uh, Roger and I know, like, I even text, I texted his son, Ash. And I was like, Ash, gift. Like, yeah. <laughs> I should have drafted him instead of fucking Traylon Burks. Sorry, dude, go ahead. Yeah, man. Ken- Kenneth Walker, bro. 26 carries, 109, two touchdowns, two catches for 20 yards, 28 fantasy points. Solid, dude. I mean, the Seahawks look solid with Gino at the helm. Still weird to say it. I'm going to get used to it. But yeah. they're rocking, man. Let them rock. I, I like yeah, it, man. He's solid, number one. They're back. totally, yeah, and he, he looks apart, man. So they're totally they're totally utilizing him. Um, coming out of Michigan State, he, he was definitely, he didn't catch a lot of passes. So that was just, you know, does Kenny catch passes? He can catch passes. They just didn't utilize him that way. Correct. Yeah, 26 carries, 190 yards, man, two touchdowns. Uh, three catches, twenty yards. Yeah, you hit that man, twenty eight points. Like he's Come beast on. mode. You know, I was reading that like, and I don't watch this game to be honest with you, but uh, but he definitely like a lot of this is off a of big play. So there's a couple of big plays where he started busted out and made some big runs. But but I mean that's what he does. He's a grinder, man, and they you, they utilize him uh, to kind of run out the games at Michigan State. And like I said, I said this like a couple weeks ago. I watched one game that caught my eye before even he was a talk when he was still in college last year at Michigan State. And he had five touchdowns in one game. And I was like, just watching the moves that he could do, man, in the Big Ten. I was like, wow, like this dude is legit. So, yeah, not a surprise, to be honest with you. But uh surprise that I didn't uh, – honestly, I talked myself out of it. I don't know why. It, it was mostly – I'm going to try to justify this. So, it was mostly because Rashad Penny was there and because it's Seattle. And because right. – and I know I know Rashad Penny gets hurt a lot, but it's also the Seattle offense. I was, everybody was talking about, like, they didn't know how – how good they're going to be, you know, Geno Smith has obviously proven everybody wrong. You know, yep. so my thought was like, hey, it could be a bad offense. He's sharing the backfield. I'd rather go for Traylon Burks, who's basically supposed to replace A.J. Brown. Yeah, obviously that looks like pie in my face because I look stupid for that. But that was the rationale behind it, you know, and and, and wide receivers last longer in this league than, than running backs do. Um, yeah, but who, who knows? So we'll, we'll see okay. what goes for him. So, all right. Well, let me take us through the uh, – the wide receivers. We got a couple of wide receivers, three wide receivers actually. First one is Devontae Adams, man. Last week he was a he was a dud, man. He was a you could not even find him on the on the stat chart barely. This week, 10 catches, 146 yards, two touchdowns. So total of 37 fantasy points. Um, so he balled out. Um, that's basically a, all Derek Carr looked for in the game, which affected, you know, some you know, the running backs and um, he's not on here, but uh, Josh Jacobs it affected him because obviously it was just pass. Let's keep passing, passing, passing. So um, they look so bad, dude. I mean, again, I, I'm happy that Devontae Adams did as well as he did. He's you know projected as a lot of people think he's the number one wide receiver in all of football. Um, I would say this is probably a close one B in the next guy I'm going to yeah. talk about. But um, yeah, Devontae Adams man showed up again. Hundred percent. I love. Yeah. I loved it, man. All right, we'll jump into the second guy. Who this is the one B, one A. However you want to look at it. I mean, I think you could kind of argue either either side of the fence on this one. 
Uh, Tyreek Hill, seven catches, 143 yards, one touchdown, 27 fantasy points. I mean, that dude is just nuts. I mean, he's already eclipsed for the season, like an ungodly number. Like, he looks like he's going to break records for the whole entire season. Cracked a um, thousand already. He's got a thousand yeah, yards already. Yeah. It's between between him. They're saying that he could easily hit 2,000 yards. And then they're saying, um, what's his name? Could get um, 1,500 yards easily. So, in that offense. Oh, model? So, yeah, Jalen Waddle. Sorry. Yeah. Um, they're saying that Tyreek could easily get 2,000 yards at this rate. Um, and then you have Jalen Waddle could easily be 1,500 yards, if not higher, closer to 1,600 or 1,700 yards. So, I mean, to have two players on the same team that surpass 1,500 yards is insane, to be honest with you. Insane. Tua Tungavaiola is looking the part, man. Everybody questioned him coming in. When Tyreek went there, the whole question was, was you know, are they gonna, is, is Tua specifically going to be able to support two wide receivers that are both alphas? Guess what? He has, and he will. So... Fuck you for if you if you doubted Tua. That's all I gotta say. Tank for Tua. Tank for Tua. Hell yeah, man. That's why it was all about Tank for Tua. But you know, whatever, man. Pe- people forget about that, and they're they're like, oh, he's trash. You know, he's not that good. Well, look at whole new offensive scheme. You know, everything's built around Tua, and look at what they're doing. Offensive line was rebuilt. Like this is what that what this is exactly what a, the model for the Bears should be for next year. Rebuild that offensive line. You pay free agents to to protect your your franchise quarterback. You get him an alpha, if not two, and you burn it, dude. You just go with it, and you play to his strengths, and that's exactly what they're doing. So that that's built perfectly for Tua, and and the coach is all on him and gives him like the range. You can see it, like he lets him work the field. It's not all like you know he's not like this in the headset. He's like he sees the field. He calls his auto. Oh yeah, and calls his own shot. So I think he he has full. He's like the captain, dude. He's riding the ship, and that's what you want. Yeah. McDaniel, or no, so coming from the you know the whole um, San Francisco offensive play system. I mean, it's like he's brought all that to, to Miami. So um, yeah, so it, it's just good, man. It's good to see Fortua, and you know, it, even if you could just look at, I think you put it perfectly too. To be honest with you, like you can see his confidence building. There's a couple of throws at the very beginning of the year where either he wasn't throwing him hard enough, or maybe he didn't believe in like his arm or something. But like you know, they just were off, and those throws that were off at the beginning of the year are spot on and he's not missing anything. And it's, it's confidence. Like people forget that in quarterbacks, you can take the best quarterback in the world. And if you start shaking at confidence, like start screwing with his mind, easy throws become difficult. Timing gets off and everything goes to shit very quickly. So what you're starting to see in Tua is he believes in himself and the guys around him, including the coaches that believes in him and the players and Tyreek believes in him. So that's why you're starting to see his, his, his things go through the roof. So yeah, man. Yeah. So next guy, Cooper Cup, man. Eight catches, 127 yards, one touchdown. Again, equals uh, 27 fantasy points. Stafford's got eyes for one person, one person only, and it's Cooper Cup. Ride or die, it is Cooper Cup. That offense does not look that good besides Cooper Cup. So if you have anybody else, sorry, man. Dude, all that money for Robinson. I mean, I, I just, it kills me in a way. It's like, dude, you got this guy. Comes in there, everyone's like, "Yeah, you, know, you got you got your you know your number two on the other side to give a little balance, dude." Is like lopsided, it's like a fat kid on a seesaw, dude. He gets in, <laughs> the other kids all in the air, not getting any love whatsoever, bro. No, no, no. Yeah, I love fat kid, fat kid, and uh, what did you say, fat kid on a on the seesaw, seesaw bro? He's seesaw, he's right? cut off control, bro. That's it. He's eating. Nah, he's eating. He's eating, man. I love it. 
All right, I got two tight ends, man. I'm, you threw me off with that, man. The analogy. <laughs> I'm a visual person, so I just see I just see a fat kid just launching some skinny kid like yeah, that's high it, in the bro. sky, dude. He's like gone, long gone, dude. So Goodbye, two Rob, tight ends. Uh, Dallas Goddard, man, is the first one that I picked. So eight catches, 100 yards, man. Broke the century mark, one touchdown. He had nine targets, total of 24 fantasy points. That Philadelphia offense, man, they're just burning, dude. They're Jalen Hurts looks. You know, we look back at the beginning of the year when everybody's questioning Jalen Hurts. Is he really a quarterback? Is he a franchise quarterback? Is he could he be a number one? Uh, yeah, I don't know, Pat. What do you think? Do you think Listen, he'd be a number one quarterback? Let's I tell you something, Matt. You've been on this from the beginning. I give credit where it's due, dude. You were like Hurts, bro. You've been a fan from the beginning of this year. You told me like this is the guy to watch. He's got hurts so good, tools, man. All the tools, great line, great defense, elite wide receivers, tight end. In a solid run game, you, you called it. You nailed that one, dude. It's perfect. money, dude. Just, just Prince money, bro. Prince money. Yeah. All right, we're gonna hit one last tight end before I hand it back over to Pat. Um, so tight end Cole Komet. We talked about a minute ago Justin Fields. He might have found it. You know, he might have found his, his one of his biggest playmakers right now. Cole Komet stats don't look crazy. Five catches, forty-one yards. You're like, eh. But I mean, two touchdowns, twenty-two fantasy points from a tight end. And they're starting to, they're actually on the same page. So at the beginning of the year, there's a couple of plays that I watched where Cole Komet was open and he would, you know, Fields was missing him. Again, I, I think that goes back to confidence. It goes back to timing. It goes back to like practice. It goes back to like getting on the same page, like reps after reps after reps. Like 90% of the NFL is timing and knowing where, where the guy, when the guy's going to cut, how quickly he's going to cut, you know, what he's going to do, how quickly he's going to get there. Same thing with the, with the wide receiver, how quickly the ball is going to be on you when you, when you turn after your cut, is he going to be on you right away? You got a second. So that's all timing. So that just takes reps, uh, new offensive system. They're starting to catch on. So cool. Komet, um, definitely a stud of the week for, for tight ends, man. So for sure, bro. Yeah. So that wraps up the studs, man. Let's jump into, we're probably like what, 30 minutes in a little bit over 30 minutes in. So let's, why don't we hit yeah, the studs? And- do the same order. Why don't you do QB and, and do running backs? Yeah, Sorry, dude. Just, just a heads up, man. On this Baltimore New Orleans, New Orleans game is an absolute yeah, we'll nut. It dud itself. And uh, Kenyon Drake is looking like complete horse shit anyway. He's not running the ball. I mean, dude, this game is just a disaster. Just it's still seven zero. Just a heads up. I mean, just you know, we're we're, we're I'm involved with but this. Baltimore over the past two weeks of it has been like kind of massively Flat. disappointing. Yeah, dude. I mean, Flat. they haven't really been like the team that started this year that you were just like, holy shit, Lamar Jackson's on fire. Like he's the MVP. It's gone back to like, that's why they're probably aren't paying you. Cause you know, you have games like this or three games in a row where you're just not really performing, dude. That's why you don't get the, the fucking rock and the truck backed up for you. Fucking Kamara four four carries for six yards. There you go, bud. Right into the halfway through the, you know, I mean, come on, man, dude, you'll be suspended anywhere, but you know, who cares? I'm actually surprised that, uh, that he, he was, in, I was waiting long? <laughs> I know I was waiting. I was waiting to see if he'd be suspended today because I'm actually playing him in one of my leagues. I, I'm hoping he does. He does well. Um, but yeah, I, I I was waiting for the news to come out that he was going to be suspended. Uh, the video was next out. year, dude. He's definitely he's not playing. I can't see him playing next year. But who am I? All right, let's go, Dud. You ready for the Dud? You want one more on Camara? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in because your connection's is bouncing out again, man. Um, it's been spotty again. Is it better now? Yeah, it's better now. Well, okay. yeah. You good? Yes. All right. All right. So let's get to these duds. Justin Herbert of the LA Chargers. <laughs> this is crazy. For 43, 245, one touchdown, one INT will get you 13 fantasy points. That's not an elite 
fantasy quarterback. A whopping 13 fantasy points. No, not at all. That is not an elite fantasy quarterback. You wonder, like, are defenses just scheming him differently? Is it just like, I mean, he's, he's got Eckler. I mean, that's all it is. It's an Eckler he's, show. He's got the talent. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, and he's missing. He's missing some wide receivers on offense that, that'll help him. So that's definitely part of it. But yeah, I mean, it's just you know, it's kind of crazy. A couple of a couple of players go down, and you're just like you're lost. So and they look lost, dude. It's 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 not it's not what it used to be, dude. It's funny, man. Between what a year and a change of pace and players change. Um, talk about the seesaw effect. Uh, this is the guy in the middle. It's the Matthew Stafford is the pinnacle, bro. And he is another one that's a dud. 13 for 27, 165, one touchdown, 11 fantasy points. Man, I think you can throw better than Stafford at this point in time. I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, I'll try, but like, yeah, 27 passing attempts and like 165 yards. And we're going to go back to Cooper Cup had 127 over those. Just, just think about that. So, he he completed for 165 yards. 127 of them went to Cooper Cup. So that means only 40 less than 40 yards went to other people. Like 38 yards went to other people. So just just insane. Yeah. Can I add one more dud, please? Yeah. Yeah, man. This is, my, this is like I know few few uh, Packer fans. Mr. Aaron Rodgers, dude. I, I was gonna say he, he should have been on this. Twenty three for twenty three for forty three, two ninety one. One touchdown, three interceptions, bro. And and a hell lot of whining. He did a lot of whining oh in the game. God, and bro. after the game, he talked about how it's like, you can keep going. I, I mean, there's I no can need go to on. Win. Like, there's, bro, there's nothing to say, dude. It's just it's pathetic. That's all it is. It, it, listen, when it's your time, it's your time. And, and, and you're getting there. That's it, uh, man. All, all I know, man, is like the true greats. The true greats for all you Green Bay Packer fans, listen up. The true greats, the elites, the like the best of the best, they don't blame other people when things are going wrong. They figure out a way to fix them. Correct. So all you hear when, when things go wrong with Green Bay is oh our wide receivers and like they, you know, they need they need to do better and this and this and this. What about this? You're the quarterback, you're the leader of that team. Stop blaming other people. Why don't you look in the mirror, bro? Look in the mirror. Yeah, like if I'm you're a leader, t- if you're a true leader, though. and all you're doing is blaming everybody else, that means you're not a, a leader. Whiny, he's that a whiny means, bitch, yeah. dude. That's enough, he's, bro. He's a little whiny bitch. You're right. That's exactly what he is. Time to go, bro. I, I had enough yeah. of him, man. I, don't I, already, I time, see people man. like saying on um, on Twitter and everything. They're all like, dude. They're like, why did he? Why did we pay this guy? <laughs> it's true, bro. Hey, listen, <laughs> and then stuck, one, stuck with them, dude. And then he goes on Pat McAfee show and just fucking whines more and complains and says the same fucking shit every week, bro. Cut it out. Just bro. go, just Enough. go do some shrooms, Aaron Rodgers, and just he's enjoy your he peaceful should, life. He should have just did Jeopardy, bro. At this point in time, I told you. They didn't just, want him on Jeopardy. He sucked at Jeopardy. Yeah, I watched well, it. He was he so monotone. It. <laughs> it was like the most boring Jeopardy I've ever seen in my life. Man, I'm serious. Like I literally try to watch it and be like, all right, maybe because I'd heard a lot of hype behind it. Like, oh my god, yeah. Rodgers is really good. And I'm, he's just the answer is. Duh, duh, duh. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. Can you get excited about any of these answers or like the people that you're talking to? Can you do any? Is there any excitement or energy behind you? No. Nope. Well, that's okay. why Danica Patrick took off on him. He's a fucking lame, bro. That's probably why. <laughs> I mean, that's enough of him. All right. Well, him, and, him and Brady can go hug each other on their vacation during the offseason. Yeah. I mean, at least Brady played better and got a dub. So good for him, bro. But, um, yeah. all right. Uh, sorry, off track. Um, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> let's go run, running back, dude. Raheem. <laughs> Most there, bro. Nine carries, twenty six yards, eight point six fantasy points, bro. Eesh. That's rough. Well, 
it's fucking rough as hell, man. But it's, it's because Wilson came in, Jeff Wilson came in and took away the show, man. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I had him in one league, Mustard. I was like, I, I play him. I'm like, should be good. And like, nope, Wilson took uh-huh. all all the. I mean, he he didn't do that much better as far as scoring and points, but um, yeah, it doesn't look like it's the most to show anymore. It looks like it might be the Wilson. Or also, when you're throwing the ball, Matt, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, good call. You know, that's that's the other end of the stick. Not yeah. to cut you off, but I'm just thinking in my head. I'm like, look what they got. I mean, come on. <laughs> Would you want to run the ball? <laughs> so the projection for next year is that they're gonna they're gonna potentially draft B.J. Robinson, or yeah, Bijan Robinson. Sorry, I've mm-hmm. said his name wrong. Bijan Robinson out of Texas. So he's supposed to be the number one drafting, the number one running back prospect coming out of the, out of the college out of Texas. Bijan Robinson. So there's talks that they're gonna go after him next year in the draft. They should be able to have him. They should be in the middle of the draft, if not towards the back end of the draft, which is where he's projected to go. So. Um, if they grab that dude, like holy shit, that offense—he's gonna do. He'll be monster in that in that offense. That's awesome, man. That's what that's so. what they need. Um, more more on the snooze fest. We're gonna go with the. We can just put them in one. Uh, the Washington Commanders run game in general is trash. Gibson dude. and Robinson can't even combine together to grab a hundred points. They can't they, get ninety points. So I mean, they got eight. 80 yards. They basically yeah, just hit 80 yards. Together. I'm sorry about that. And, then, and, you, and you can't even crack 20 points together. You can only hit 13 together. I mean, it's pathetic. Yeah, yeah dude. 23 carries for a total of 80 yards. I mean, no. Wow. I'm, I'm waiting for them to turn over. Like, that offense just looks so bad. Tyler Heineke, Heineke um, not looking good. Obviously, Wentz is hurt. So it's like, they're going to be rebuilding again next year, so it'll be interesting to see where they go if they go with another quarterback. I think they, have, it, they have they have Sam Howell, so we'll see if they end up trying to play him at some point this year. I think I think he's on the hold on. I, I, I say this, Matt. If the, if the team gets sold, there's going to be a new stadium coming. There's going to be a lot of new juice coming for that franchise. I think. Oh, did Did you see who wants to be a part owner in that? I did think you see the news. There's two people that want to be a part of this. I heard right. D, well, one is an NBA player. I didn't hear that. Oh, Kevin Durant, apparently. And oh, I, don't, I don't know if it was fake news, but I I mean, I I saw it pop up on one of my feeds. I think it was yesterday or early this morning. Someone else and it was like another Kevin Durant wants to be considered that. as like a, he wants to do like a minority ownership within the commanders if they sell. Pretty Again, cool. I, I'll have to look it up, but I just, I thought it was cool. Like interesting to see like, you know, uh, first of all, the NFL needs more minority black owners, you know. So I think sure. that in general, I think it'd be awesome to have minority owners, like true minority owners within uh, within the NFL league. Hopefully, they can change some of these dumbass fucking rules that 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 prevent coaches from getting jobs that they rightfully should get. So agreed. That, that'd be a rant for another for another podcast. That's okay. No, no, man. It's a, it's a safe. Right. It's a safe place. You can't get cold cancer uh, culture cancellation or whatever cancel culture, whatever hell it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, um, we'll go back and then uh, this is to your boys, bro. The Bears, the Bears run game. The Bears. Yeah, just as uh, well, I mean, when you have Fields running up and down the field like he did, I mean, what the hell do you need a running back at this point in time, bro? I mean, dude, when he gets 178 yards and your two running backs that are actually the running backs get under 60 yards. Yeah. Let them have I mean, it. <laughs> you're like, all right, guess that worked. Yeah, man. So that that, yeah, that was pretty, that, you don't even have to go into it that much. I mean, they combined. No, for- you don't need to go through the stats. The stats aren't even we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, a shame. Anyways, 
I'll jump with the wide receivers. We got a couple of wide receivers, three wide receivers, and one tight end, and then we'll kind of close it out. So first one, which which pains me, but it's like there's only so many footballs to go around. So I guess you could understand. Devontae Smith, two car- targets, two receptions, 22 yards. That is a whopping four fantasy points. Four. That is four fantasy points, mind you. Like, that is not good. That offense, we've talked about this, is high flying. Apparently, hurts his eyes for two people, and neither of them are Devontae Smith, or at least every other game maybe they are, but it's Goddard and it's A.J. Brown. And Devontae yeah, Smith is like the third one out. I guess he's the one. He's the he's the he's a he's the third wheel, I guess. And, and Hertz is like, I don't got time for a third wheel, bitch. Like, get off get off my squad, man. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's gonna be right. I mean, you can't obviously bench him, Devontae Smith, because he, he could blow up at any any game. So it's kind of hard to get all away from. But yeah, that's just pathetic. It's, it's yeah. such a painful ride, though, dude. Like, I put him at my flex, and I'm just like, please, bro. I mean, the guy is a great target, dude. Like, when it's thrown to him, he catches it. It's like he's, like, not earning the targets. You know, it's just, like, a lot of mouths to feed. That's what happens when you have a couple good targets. I mean, look, it's, like, all the teams with these good wide receivers, it's it's, it's kind of crazy, man. Like, you just got like I said, I mean, like, Cooper Cup's scenario, you know what I mean? The Jamar Chases. Like, there's, like, a lot of people are just going to eat more than the others, I guess, you know? Yeah, crazy. I'm... I'm- Looking up something really quickly. Maybe it's my internet that's been all jacked up, man. So I apologize if it's me that's going in and out and I'm kind of blaming you for it. So I was trying to pull it's something up. It's all right. My, my fiance my does it, my future wife. So I'm used to it. All right. I'm just, just you know, I take the role. No, I thought it was you, but like literally, like I can't pull something. Oh, there it goes. Okay. So here, fan, this is uh, Devontae Smith's fantasy points for, for the year. So he's got zero week one on four targets. He has 15 week two, which is good. 30 in Washington, you're like, oh, here we go. Week three. Next week, 4.7. These are all full PPR, by the way. Full full, full uh, fantasy PPR points. Mm-hmm. Uh, week five, 18.7. Week six versus Dallas, 15.4. The bye. So then you think that they'd fix it coming out of the bye. Since the bye, which is week seven. Week eight versus Pittsburgh, which they should have destroyed Pittsburgh. He had 7.3 points. And then this week, which we just talked about, 4.2. Two targets, two receptions. I mean, insane. I'm yeah. praying. I'm starting him again this week for Monday Night Football. They're playing freaking Washington. He had 35 almost on. Let's see a repeat. Maybe it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's a commander thing. Maybe it's a division thing. I don't know. But you can't sit him, man. I can't. I can't do it. No. Now with that quarterback and the potential at all times. No. All right, let's head up the. I'm going to kind of do. Um, I'll go through these. And then if you want to go grab your, your tequila bottle while I'm yeah, going man. through these. Let's try And then. Can I tell then, you one more wide out that I'm disappointed in? Yeah. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. You did, you did call out Gabe Davis during one of our chats. You're like, it's all about Gabe Davis. Yeah, but you like, did. he's just like, he's the sick, he's like second fiddle also, dude. That's just, just how it is over there, especially when you have like, you know, Look who he's throwing to. It's Diggs, man. It's like, that's his team. Oh, for sure. And they didn't have a good offensive performance this week anyway. So, you know, when you have one player like Diggs, he's going to get all your attention. And then you don't have a great offensive performance. Like that's yeah, but like the past happening. two weeks, he's just averaging five points. Sucks, dude. But then the weeks before, it's like 38, 16. It's kind of like similar, similar to this. Yeah. But you know what I mean? All right, go ahead, go. go. I'm going to grab my bottle. I'm listening to you. You, you grab your bottle, and then when you come back, you're going to have to stall for me so there's no white – we don't want any white noise and, like, nobody talking. All right, so while 
Well, Pat goes to get his bottle of tequila so he can do a shot. Uh, mind you, for everybody in the Fantasy Nation, it is Monday evening. As we talked about, the Monday night game is on. It is 8.20 Central Time. Pat is on the East Coast. So it's 9.20 his time. Um, so, yeah, might as well do shots on a Monday. Um, so where are we? Wide receivers. So second dud for wide receiver. we got Michael Pittman. I mean, we talked about earlier, Frank Reich just got fired today. So that kind of goes to show, you know, he was supposed to be an offensive guru, could not unlock this whole entire offense, you know, within Indianapolis. So his head got chopped. He's no longer in the guillotine league. He's out. His head's rolling down the street. Uh, but still, Micah Pittman, uh, three catches, 22 yards, five fantasy points. Again, three catches, 22 yards, five fantasy points. Not what you're expecting. In the beginning of the season, when it was draft season, we were talking about like how he was going to be you know, the number one, and he could be top 10, top 12, you know, wide receiver one. Not yep. weekly, but just within the wide receiver one kind of basket and look at he's, he's just he's not there so i'll pass it on to you why don't you why don't you keep going and then i'll, I'll be back in one second as well yeah man no problem uh next one i have up is uh dj moore rough two catches 24 yards six targets four fantasy points not not what you need he's had he's had trouble all year anyway man he's really been a, a big 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 struggle so me personally, I'm not starting more. I know people that have. Listen, you can get lucky on these big catches like you did last week, but look what you get again. I mean, at the end of the day, you're averaging him out, and he's a dud in general. Bad quarterback situation, bad team. Um, I'm going to jump on the last one Matt has here. He's going to be uh, the tight end of the Jets, Tyler Conklin. One reception, seven yards. Clearly... Wilson has no intention really with him. They don't have the connect. They even have CJ Uzama, no connect. I, just, I don't think he has really a, a tight end kind of like that connect. With, I would say Zach Wilson and the tight ends really have nothing going on. But I would say like the Wilson-Wilson connect and, and others. But, yeah, man, he, Conklin's uh, an absolute dud for sure, bro. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I just uh, I had to grab my bottle yeah, of tequila. Yes. That, and really did you see cool, the board? Did you see the scored? No. Oh, who is it? Just take a look. So second touchdown of the game for Baltimore was somebody we just mentioned two minutes ago. Drake? Kenyon Drake, one yard touchdown run. See there. So it's 14 nothing. There you go. See, when you see that, like we, we present you with facts here. At least <laughs> And, and here, bro, like we're we're doing this live. Can't as live as all can be, bro. Do you have the Casa Azul? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm rocking with you today. All right, Casa Azul. So we're both uh sporting. Is that is that your big bottle or is that the little one? No, I, I couldn't even carry that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to describe it to Pat or to Roger, sorry. Um, and I saw it, I'm like how big it was compared to the 750 milliliter bottle. Yeah, you add a whole nother leader on top, man. It's freaking ridiculous, bro. It's insane. All right, brother. I've uh, poured my shot. I don't know if you're ready to go. I'm going to have to here for you. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. So those of you who don't know, when I say ring the bell, it's ring the bell. So there's a bell on top of the bottle, and you're supposed to ring the bell when you take a shot. Sorry, that's probably going to be super loud. I'll have to turn that down. <laughs> that's all right. We'll enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Ready? Salute, my friend. Congratulations to the wedding coming up on Saturday to a really good, really good dude. And can't wait to hear about it. Thank you. Salute. Salute.
so delicious, actually. It is, and I'm gonna have to like wash it out with the Budweiser. Woo. Listen, so smooth, dude. Gotta got love this podcast, bro. As real as it can be. Gotta love it, man. Come on, man. Gotta love it. I, fuck, man. That was awesome. I love it. Yeah, did man. you even did you put a dent in that bottle? The one that you got? The bigger oh. one, the big boy. No, no. I'm actually uh gonna bring it to my wedding. That's gonna be my oh, personal oh. bottle. I'm leaving it at the wedding. So like they said I can bring what I want. And I'm like, I love that. I'm used to it, so I'm gonna rock with it. So if I want anything or my friends want something like out of that. There you go. I love it, man. Love it. Well, dude, I can't man. wait to see the photos. Oh, man, dude. I, I was going to be excited. I was going to say, dude, we we have successfully made 19 episodes, bro. That's pretty big. Dude, we're almost at 20. Uh, hopefully, we can at 20 Wednesday. Hopefully, we can grab you before the official uh, parties and festivities begin. For sure. I know you're you're no longer going to be available. I want to hit this bell one more time. I'm not doing another shot. I, just wanna, I love the sound of it. That was a, t- that was a tam- tamer version of it. Uh, that's okay, man. There you go. Still counts, bro. Dude, yeah. It's such an awesome bottle. For everybody who, anybody who does not know, look it up, man. It is Classe Zool. So C-L-A-S-E-A-Z-U-L. What was that? I would love to be sponsored by Classe Zool. Just saying, like, oh, my God. That, that would be like, Dude, if I ever make it, bro, this would be the best sponsorship in the world. Dude, them and uh, have you tried the Topo Chico? Um, there's, like, seltzers. They've got, like, a margarita seltzer. Mm-mm. Oh my god! If, if you drink seltzers, but it's like tequila, it's like margarita-based seltzer. Those are really good, man. I, I like them a lot. So if we could get Topo Chico and get Clase Azul, like we'd be we'd be living the high life, man. We'd have to do shots in every. We have to do shots and one of those for every podcast that we do. Hell yeah, bro! I'm, I'm with it. One million million percent. I'll have that bottle right next to me, like right next to my mic all day. Uh, dude, we need to figure out a way. Uh, so my next mission. After your uh, wedding is to figure out how we can start to do uh, YouTube streams and we'll have to just do shots on YouTube. <laughs> it'll, be, with it, bro. it'll be shots and fantasy football. And occasionally I'll be drinking my Budweiser, my, my sorrow pain. Listen, I'm down for anything, bro. All right. We got to figure that out, man. Put that on the mic. Uh, yeah, I love it. He's just sticking this sticker that came with the bottle on it. Then his mic He's he's now named his Mike. Class A Zool. Bro, I'm telling you, man. We want, I want a sponsor, bro. I'll, I'll put whoever I we, can. We, we got to get more people listening if we want a sponsor. We're at bro, like, bro, oh, shit. Just... I got to say, so hold on. I, gotta, I do got to give you an update. So yes, we're at a, whole, a total of 319 downloads, okay. um, which is decent for 18 episodes so far. Um, episode seven had a lot. That's the one that I told uh, Ashlyn uh, Rogerson to listen to. That was 13 downloads. So. Yeah. So everybody listen, man. Tell, tell your friends, please, please, please. We're trying to get uh we're trying to get some sponsorships. We have a couple that we really would like. Uh Class Azul is one of them. Uh we'll take <laughs> Toba Chico is another one. Uh and then we'll just keep adding nobody, I don't think any of the podcasts that I listen to actually have uh alcohol that sponsors them. So we could be the first. And I would like to be the first in that. Because why I'll go to I'll go to Mexico and do podcasts. Whatever you want, bro. Send me. <laughs> I'm out, bro. I'll go. I love it. We could, uh, <laughs> we gotta do one, dude. Uh, we're gonna find some fun shit to do. We're gonna have, we're gonna do a podcast that just gets crazy. So, uh, we've already talked about uh, trying to figure out a way to go to the NFL draft uh, next year in April, which is gonna be in Kansas City. So we were texting about that. I'm holding you to that. I'm at least yep. gonna go. 
figure out a fucking way. I'll take off uh, thir- I'll take off Thursday and Friday and just say like, go and figure it out, man. Oh, my future wife is going to go because that's her like thing. She's like, she's like I-, I told her she's like I'll go. I'm like sure come. I don't care. My Hell yeah, man. She's in. Love it, love it. The more the merrier, man. We're one big we're one big happy family, man. That's right. Love it. All right, brother, man. Love you, dude. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, I'll see you Wednesday before the big day. If not, uh, have a wonderful week. Uh, now, I think so- we'll be good for Wednesday, dude. I'm gonna commit to it. I think Wednesday's. You know what? I'm not gonna be good for Wednesday because uh, little side note. Um, shout out to my boy Tom Mulligan. Uh, our hometown Elmo Park it is the championship game in the high school. My boy is the head coach, so I said I would support him Wednesday night. Seven as you should, dude. as you should. Undefeated. Our it's town has never gone through it, and they're uh, there. Yeah, man. You got to support your bros, man. You got to support your brothers, man. Ride or die at all times. So so this is going to be the last one that I will see you then, huh? Yeah, bro. The big for day. sure. Unless you have, like, I can sneak in somewhere along those lines, dude. Maybe. I'm not, I'm, not holding you, I'm not holding you to any of it, man. You got family. You got friends coming into town. Yeah. It's going to be probably an epic shit show. It's going to be a lot of alcohol, and it's going to be party central like it should be. Yeah, so, man. But I'll be back in action the following week, bro. Once we start getting like, you know, after month, like Tuesday on, I should be back to like. Yeah, after you can recover once you get out yeah. detox for like a day. For sure, man. I'm like, I'm tired, right? I mean, it sucks because like I've been nonstop, man. Anyone that's gotten married, you know, it's like your funeral, bro. It just drives you to the ground. You're mumbling. You can't move away from the mic, man. Can't hear you move away from the mic. See, I, I war- you guys don't understand what I, I warn these fuckers <laughs> all the time. Between him and Roger, always move away from the mic consistently and i have to continually adjust the audio because he has moved with the mic See, the sad part is like i'm in a like a stationary chair roger's in a swivel chair and i st- he rocks everywhere if i had a swivel he chair I'd be in the other room you wouldn't even hear me <laughs> no i know man i know oh and by the way cold dude is awesome bro i hope i see kyler murray on thank you appreciate you yeah. too bro <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why he sucked for the past week but uh i was on oh, dude i was on yeah. over the weekend i was talking some shit to some kids yeah, bro. Somebody was just being rude. Some racist assholes. I was calling them out. So You're always like that, man. But it's all right. Listen, what are you gonna do? All right, we what successfully made it again, bro. Um, man, I appreciate you and Roger. This has been an awesome journey. I want to keep doing more, and we're gonna be super successful. And thank you for everyone that clicks, downloads, likes, comments, listens, Hit whatever. Subscribes, do it all. Yeah, do it man, all. Dude, we, it's it doesn't go unknown, bro. I promise you that. Hell no. So, and pass it on to your friends, please. Um, I hopefully I'll win the $1.9 billion and oh we will God. find uh, more of this uh, and that'll be a full time job. But until then, uh, this wraps up another episode of Elite Fantasy Nation Podcast. We thank you wholeheartedly for everybody that's listening and consistently listens. Um, love it, man. Keep it going. Uh, please, when you get a chance, hit the, hit the subscribe button, rate and review. That also helps our algorithm. Um, and then also tell your friends, like shoot out in, in, in the space of, you know, either Instagram, you could do whatever Twitter, whatever you want to do it, like just blast us on social media. We'd really appreciate it. Um, and you could do it at elite fantasy N is our Twitter handle. So make sure you tag us, please. We would love it. Uh, until next time, have a wonderful, wonderful wedding, man. Uh, love you to death, bro. I'm so glad, so glad that over the last like 10 months, we've gotten to know each other a little bit more, uh, versus just like texting and chatting so uh couldn't be happier man and i'm looking forward to meeting you in person and yeah, bro, it's uh, awesome, 24 man. days oh my god bro yeah man this is my uh last podcast as a single man ladies shoot your shot bro you got five days it's too late ladies yeah brother love you man love yo you, 
Tell the future wife to be, man. Congratulations. And I can't wait to hear all the stories and all the shenanigans. Bro, yeah, bro. I'll see you guys next week, man. All right. Peace. We're out. Later.